Welcome to A Great Big City News, Episode 25. Today, Subway Stopper is captured and goats go green. Rush hour train riders may be able to breathe a sigh of relief as a man was arrested this week and charged in a series of emergency brake pullings on subway trains. Isaiah Thompson, a 23-year-old man from Fort Greene, was arrested after a police supervisor saw security camera footage of him standing outside the rear subway car and recognized the man from previous arrests. Thompson had been arrested 17 times in the past, with seven incidents involving riding on the outside of subway cars. He is currently charged with pulling the emergency brake on the 2 train at 14th Street, but could face charges in a string of similar incidents dating back several months that delayed an estimated 700 trains. In a press conference announcing the arrest, NYPD Inspector Brian McGee said Thompson had admitted to pulling the emergency brake on trains in the past and that he, quote, enjoyed the thrill, unquote, and likes to cause havoc. Neighbors and family members who spoke to the New York Times described a bright but troubled man whose behavior had changed recently and a previous police report described him as, quote, emotionally disturbed. 72 years ago, on May 29, 1947, United Flight 521 crashes during takeoff from LaGuardia Airport, killing 43 people and injuring six. The plane was taking off from a shorter north-south runway at LaGuardia that's no longer in use and was scheduled to fly to Cleveland, Ohio. After choosing to take off in stormy weather, the pilots aborted the takeoff, applied the plane's brakes, and cut the engines, but the plane continued forward, skidding through a fence at the end of the runway, crossing Grand Central Parkway, and crashing 800 feet past the end of the runway near Vaughn College, which was then called the Casey Jones School of Aeronautics. The fiery crash left only five survivors, including the pilot. Although the crash was attributed to a gust of wind at the time, a Civil Aeronautics Board accident investigation released four months later determined that a mechanism had been altered in the cockpit that locked some of the plane's controls in a neutral position during takeoff. The board determined that pilot error was to blame. Online rental service Airbnb will release data to the city detailing rental listings that may violate the city's short-term rental laws. In an agreement, Airbnb will provide partially anonymized data on 17,000 listings and detailed data on a select number of listings that the Mayor's Office of Special Enforcement has identified as possibly violating rental laws. These listings match very specific criteria that prohibit someone from renting out an entire apartment for less than 30 days without the owner being present, thereby operating an apartment in a private building as if it were a hotel room. A judge ruled that Airbnb will also provide the city with more specific data on individual listings that the city suspects are operating illegally, and some that seem to be part of a professional operation. For now, you can assure that your vacation rental doesn't violate hotel regulations by either renting for longer than 30 days at a time or staying in an apartment where the owner currently resides. The city's number of measles cases have flattened out in data this week, showing just 12 new cases since May 20th and 54 new cases in the month of May. This brings the total number of cases observed during the current outbreak to 535 within the city and 940 cases nationwide in 2019. 
As of May 24th, there have been 122 summonses issued to individuals for failing to comply with the City Health Commissioner's Public Health Emergency Plan introduced in April, which required everyone within affected zip codes to show proof of vaccination. Although new cases have been seen in Sunset Park outside the initial Williamsburg cluster, the health commissioner is confident that the high vaccination rates in Sunset Park will prevent the disease from spreading. Measles is a highly contagious disease that is spread through the air as sick individuals cough or sneeze. The measles vaccination is included in MMR shots, standing for measles, mumps, and rubella, that contain a specially weakened form of the virus that trains the body's immune system on how to defend against that virus in the future. For information on where to obtain a measles vaccination, call 311 or view information from the Department of Health at nyc.gov doh. Put on your darkest sunglasses and hold your cell phone camera high, because on Wednesday, May 29th and Thursday, May 30th, Manhattan Hinge brings its golden glow to the streets of New York. Sun worshippers will be dashing into the intersections just before sundown to see the twice-a-year phenomenon when the setting sun lines up with the Manhattan street grid. Check out our guide with photography tips and the best viewing locations at agreatbigcity.com slash manhattanhinge and send in your photos to a great big city on social media. Weed may not be legal in New York, but some new residents have been spotted enjoying edibles in Riverside Park. From May through August, 24 goats from a farm in Rhinebeck, New York, will help keep a steep area of Riverside Park clear of weeds and heavy plant growth. All it takes are some hungry helpers to rid the area of invasive plants, and it saves human volunteer time that can be used elsewhere in the park. Some of the plants that the goats will tackle that have caused problems in the past are porcelain berry, English ivy, mugwort, multifloral rose, and poison ivy. If you'd like to see the goats, visit Riverside Park from 119th Street to 125th Street near Grant's Doom. Back in the summer of 2018, a startup company named Revel brought electric mopeds to the streets of Brooklyn, and this week, Revel announced they will be adding 1,000 more mopeds to their rental fleet. The mopeds are about as large as a traditional gas-powered moped like a Vespa, but are battery-powered and completely silent. Based on a per-minute rental model, the mopeds are actually competitive with those tiny kick scooters popular in other cities. Revels cost $1 to unlock and $0.25 cents per minute to ride, whereas Bird kick scooters in a city like Los Angeles recently increased their pricing to a similar rate for a much slower ride. Even in comparison to San Francisco's Scoot moped rentals, Revel comes out on top, with Scoot mopeds costing $6 for 15 minutes during peak morning and evening hours and $4 during off-peak hours. The mopeds can be ridden within Revel's service area, which also expanded with this latest batch of bikes. 
Riders are free to explore from Astoria to Red Hook and Williamsburg to Bedsty, but the mopeds cannot be taken over the bridge into Manhattan. 100 years ago on June 2, 1919, a bomb explodes outside a judge's home at 151 East 61st Street, killing a night patrolman. Judge Charles C. Knott, Jr. was away in Connecticut when the bomb destroyed his home. The explosion instead killed a night patrolman, William Boner, outside the home. He was a private security guard who patrolled the neighborhood as part of his business named Boner Manhattan Night Patrol. Although Judge Knott theorized that the bombing may have been related to his sentencing of two anarchists in a foiled bombing of St. Patrick's Cathedral many years earlier, police suspected the bombers may have confused New York Judge Knott with the federal judge Charles Knox, who presided over cases during the first Red Scare, targeting Bolshevik terrorists. Flyers found nearby were signed as the Anarchist Fighters. The bombing was determined to be part of eight simultaneous bombings across eight cities by a group called the Gallianists, followers of Italian anarchist Luigi Galliani, targeting judges and government officials. The same group is suspected of carrying out a massive bombing on Wall Street that would occur one year later in 1920. 143 years ago on June 1, 1876, the Transcontinental Express leaves the New York area to attempt a record-breaking coast-to-coast train trip. It would stop to allow passengers to disembark, but otherwise ran 24 hours a day across tracks that connected Jersey City's Pennsylvania Railroad Station, now modern-day Exchange Place, to the docks of Oakland, California. The trip took 83 hours and 20 minutes, just two hours slower than Amtrak can make the trip today. And four years ago, on May 29, 2015, One World Observatory opens at the top of the Trade Center. Standing 1,254 feet above Lower Manhattan, the 100th floor observatory features a unique multimedia experience in the lobby and during the elevator ride to the top. A basic ticket costs $35, with free admission granted to September 11th families and first responders. Great Big City has been running a 24-hour news feed since 2010, but the AGBC News Podcast is just getting started and we need your support. A Great Big City is built on a dedication to explaining what's happening and how it fits into the larger history of New York, which means thoroughly researching every topic and avoiding clickbait headlines to provide a straightforward, honest, and factual explanation of the news. Individuals can make a monthly or one-time contribution at agreatbigcity.com support. And local businesses can have a lasting impact by supporting local news while promoting their products or services directly to interested customers listening to this podcast. Visit agreatbigcity.com advertising to view rates and learn more. A Great Big City is more than just a news website. It also automatically checks MTA data before morning rush hour and sends out notifications if there are any delays on the subway lines, Long Island Railroad or Metro North trains, or on bridges and tunnels. 
Follow A Great Big City on social media to receive the alerts. Park of the Day Devaney Triangle is in the historic Central Bronx neighborhood of Tremont, which includes the smaller neighborhoods of Claremont, Mount Eden, and Mount Hope. On February 1, 1888, the City of New York acquired the land that is now Devaney Triangle by condemnation. Bounded by Burnside Avenue and Grand Concourse, Devaney Triangle opened as a small sitting park with a series of walkways, 12 benches, and 15 decorative trees and greenery encompassed by a pipe rail fence. In parks events, the city beaches opened last weekend, and now the countdown begins to opening day of the city's public pools. In one month, the Parks Department's free outdoor pools will open on Thursday, June 27th. The city's 53 free pools will open from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., and the Parks Department even provides learn-to-swim programs and free sunscreen. Now let's see where our robot friend will be scooting off to this week on the concert calendar. This is the AGBC concert calendar for the upcoming week. The Distillers and Starcrawler are playing Brooklyn Steel on Wednesday, May 29. Wise Blood is playing the Music Hall of Williamsburg on Wednesday, May 29. Apocalyptica is playing Bergen Performing Arts Center on Thursday, May 30th. Anderson Pack with Old Sweatshirt and the Free Nationals and Thundercat are playing Madison Square Garden on Thursday, May 30th. Hippocampus is playing the Warsaw and Greenpoint on Thursday, May 30th. L7 and the Butcherettes are playing elsewhere on Friday, May 31st. Bikini Kill is playing Brooklyn Steel on Friday, May 31st and Terminal 5 on Saturday, June 1st. Trade Wind, Only Sibling, and Semaphore is playing Knitting Factory Brooklyn on Friday, May 31st. Kevin Morby and Sam Cullen are playing the Town Hall on Friday, May 31st. Anthony Santos is playing United Palace Theatre in Hudson Heights on Friday, May 31st. Yanni is playing Lundfontana Theatre in Midtown on Friday, May 31st. Soccer Mommy and Pom Pom Squad are playing the Brooklyn Bazaar on Saturday, June 1st. Sunflower Bean is playing the Mercury Lounge on Saturday, June 1st. Glenn Hansard is playing the Beacon Theatre on the Upper West Side on Saturday, June 1st. 21 Pilots are playing the Barclays Centre on Tuesday, June 4th. And David Gray is playing the Beacon Theatre on the Upper West Side on Tuesday, June 4th. Thanks for listening. Find more fun things to do at agreatbigcity.com slash events. Here's something you may not have known about New York. New York was the most populous state until the 1960s and is now the fourth most populous state behind California, Texas, and Florida. Extreme highs and lows for this week in weather history. A record high of 99 degrees Fahrenheit on June 4, 1925, and a record low of 42 degrees on May 30, 1884. Weather for the week ahead. 
Rain through Thursday, with high temperatures rising to 84 degrees on Saturday. Thanks for listening to A Great Big City. Follow along 24 hours a day on social media at A Great Big City, or email contact at A Great Big City with any news, feedback, or topic suggestions. Subscribe to A Great Big City News wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, on Podcast Addict, Spotify, or listen to each episode on the podcast pages at agreatbigcity.com slash podcast. If you enjoy the show, subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening, and visit our podcast site to see show notes and extra links for each episode. Thanks for being part of A Great Big City.